guys. Welcome to Let's Do Lunch Podcast. We're so glad that you're here and that you're sitting with us. I'm always with Angie Resells, Michael Strickland, and we are so excited today to have Ashley Hustle at Home Mom with us today. We are so grateful that you have popped on with us. Uh, we have all gotten to meet you in real life, in person, when we were at FlipCon. So we're so glad that you came to hang out with us today. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so honored that you even want me on. I FlipCon was an out-of-body experience, so I'm not sure what came out of my mouth, but <laughs> I'm really grateful like that I met such amazing people and that like I, it was such a fun time. And I loved meeting you guys. So this is totally like, this is the chillest morning I've had in a very long time, just sitting and chatting with you. <laughs> That's awesome. We, um, we were pretty excited because you were one of two of the women speakers that were up there. So it was really neat to, for us to be able to like hang out with you in the hallway and get to know you a little bit better. So that was really cool. It was really cool. Oh, thank I, don't you. Know, I don't know if you guys heard, but Josh promised on his whatnot on Monday, he said that FlipCon this year was going to be five times better than last year. And really? the fact that he quantified it like that I feel <laughs> is pretty serious. Five times better. Put a number to it. There you go. Wow. That's what we want. We want numbers. <laughs> I did yes. hear karaoke is going to be happening. Okay. Oh. I will not be participating, oh, but that sounds amazing. I want all of you ladies to participate, please. Mm -mm, no, I feel like we absolutely have to. So it's between no. Moana, how far I'll go and let it go from like frozen. What do you think would be? Those are like belters. Like, yeah. Really show your voice in those songs, See, right? Like that's, that's okay though, because then like no one expects it to sound like them. So when it doesn't, they're like, oh, <laughs> no one, no one would sound like her, you know? Yeah, no. I think Ashley and I will be your backup dancers. You we'll know, take that. the doo-wop girls behind you guys. So you guys go ahead and sing. Yes. I will just, I will just stand in the background and and cheer you on. I'll do whatever. I'll wear, yeah. I'll wear the chicken. If you do Moana, I'll be the chicken and I'll just, what is the chicken? Nice. I love that movie, by the way. I think you should do it how far I'll go. Cause I think Moana is my favorite. Disney. I mean, the song is so epic. Sometimes I just turn it on in my car. My husband sent a, a reel to me yesterday and it was like, when you work out to Disney music and I posted it. I saw my that. Oh my God. I swear that's me. That is literally my playlist. I'm like, I've staring at the edge. <laughs> yes. He's this big buff guy. And he's like, it was hilarious. Yeah, that's me at the gym. I listen to some of the stupidest music in my headphones, or it'll be like, I'm from the country and I like it that way or something. Oh. Like, I'm trying to do some really crazy lift and that you have no idea the stupidity that's in my ear at the time. It's not heavy metal. I'm listening to the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Like, really? And that, if only people knew. Like, I'm just running along to it because I'm a geek. And it's fine. Um, but yeah, those are the those are the real songs. I don't listen to any of the new. I don't even know any of the new music that's out. Like, I just yeah. listen to my old favorites. Speaking of being a geek, I saw your amazing Harry Potter space that you crafted oh, under your stairs. Thank you. Yes, it was so fun. Oh my gosh, I think it's more for me. <laughs> yeah, than my you know what? I agree. <laughs> it's more fun to create it for them so that they can get excited about it. I think that whenever they're little, they'll be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But whenever they're grownups, they're going to be like, my mom did that, did that for that me. Awesome. That's true. I hope That's so. True. Is I, it going to be like primarily a reading space? Probably a, a video game playing space, if we're oh. being fully honest. I hope it's a reading space. We try not to allow any screens until like Friday, mm -hmm. Saturday. 
So during the week, it'll probably, yeah, maybe it'll be a play space, but um, they, the kids like, my older son loves Harry Potter. My second son is fine about it, but I, I'm just trying to indoctrinate, indoctrinate my kids to love it because <laughs> I loved it growing up so, so much because I'm just a very basic millennial. Um, but yeah, like it, it's really fun to do. It's the first project I've taken on in our home in a long time. I just haven't had time to do anything. And so over the break, I had decided I was going to like not do anything, eBay, YouTube, anything. And mm -hmm. I just was like, I'm going to take on something fun. And so I did. So it was, it was really, it turned out okay. I mean, I just got inspiration from Pinterest and um, it's really easy peel and stick wallpaper. So I just oh, yeah. put that everywhere and put a bunch of pictures up to hide pictures were so good seams <laughs> um but yeah thank you it's it was really fun and i hope i can do more projects that's like a goal this year is to like have enough time to do projects i like to that make me feel like a person yeah <laughs> and not just work all well, when like yeah. when social media is a big part of your job like it is yours people don't understand that sometimes you need a vacation from that and like when we just took off for a week, people were like, well, where are you going thrifting? And I was, I'm not, I'm yeah. on vacation. I don't want to go look at labels. I don't have any desire. I love vintage, but I don't want to go search for it while we're there. My family doesn't want to do that. And then moreover, I, you might not see me a whole lot on social media and like people don't understand that. It's like you need a draft of videos to go out while you're away. Yep. Yeah. Which I didn't do, but I, I've been banking up videos because we have like a vacation plan, but you're right. Like you have to plan ahead for content and then it's, it can be a lot to just always be thinking about like videos and are they going to get enough views? Cause now that I have sponsorships on my channel, it's like, I've got to make sure it's good. And right. I have a lot of pressure, which is so dumb. It's like a very privileged pressure, but like, I just want to make sure every video is good. And it, it just adds this layer of like, is that, am I getting this into the sponsor on time? Am I, is this video oh. going to perform well? I have to make sure that like my metrics are good or else my like sponsorship offers will go down or whatever. It's so, it's just, it, it added this last year, it added a whole new stress oh, sure. level. I didn't know yeah. existed, yeah. which is great. It's been amazing, but also like, you can lose your mind. You can lose your mind obsessing over numbers. And I just, I don't know. I don't know how not to though. Are you still using an editor? You said that you had hired on yeah. an editor. Yes. So Caleb's editor. So Riff, um, huh. I, I had hired somebody nearby and it, it worked. It was okay. But like I, when Riff became available, I was like, yes. Cause he's so, he, he's been doing YouTube forever. He's been editing for many, many years yeah. and he's, I've already seen, I love Caleb's videos. And so I was like, please, <laughs> please edit for my channel. And then finally he, he relented and he did. And it's been great. So he does a video a week, which has been a huge load off my plate. I have to organize the footage in a way mm -hmm. that the editor can like, cause when it's just me, I could just do whatever and be like, I'm being dumb and no, I know <laughs> mentally when these things are going to go, the place yeah. they're going to go in the timeline, but he doesn't know that. So yeah. that's been another like, okay, I've got to make sure like my audio is good for him and my mm -hmm. footage structures in correct chronological order. So again, like no, there's nothing that's like ever going to be perfect or easy, but it's been better. So you give um, him like a rough draft. You, you send him like a part of it and then he like amps it yeah. up. 
He, I take, yeah, I send him all the clips and then he just does everything else. So that's been really, really nice because I used to just do it by myself and it took me 12 hours. So so time consuming. So time consuming. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah. You said like, you said it's like a privileged stress, but truthfully, I I feel like a lot of people don't understand how much work goes into YouTube. They think that it's like any, like posting on Facebook or something as as, on your personal. And it's like, if you look at a Hollywood movie and all of the different people and all of their parts that they play, it's one person playing all of those parts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Even if it's two people, even if you have five people, it's so much to like, to be the the content creator, the actor, the director, the editor, the like to yeah, do all of that. All those oh, things. Wait, and we all have reselling businesses. Yeah, yeah. Work work yeah. the actual business in the meantime, and then respond to the comments too. It's a oh, lot. Yes. And, you know, some of us or all of us are moms, so you add into ha- having little kids in there. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes that's where the guilt comes in, and the. Mm-hmm. I have to get this video done, you guys. I'm sorry. I have yeah. to get this up. And just like, I hate those moments. Do you think that's because we work at home, Ashley? That because like, if I were clocked in somewhere, I wouldn't be like, sorry, kids, I have to go to work. Like, do you think it's because we work at home? I think that's definitely part of it. Our our work is whenever we can squeeze out time, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, our work is when in afternoons, mornings, night. Like, so yeah, I think that's, I had to actually put a little do not just like, it's like a little sliding thing on my door <laughs> that just says, welcome, please knock. And then you can slide it over and it says, do not disturb. Cause I had to let my kids know, like there's a, mo- there are times mm-hmm. when you can't run Come into in. here and like, mm-hmm. tell me that like a Lego piece is missing, you know, like I, <laughs> I need like complete focus. And we've had mm-hmm. a TJ and I have had a lot of conversations about that. Like we, you know, like how I'm like, you get undisturbed time because you're dad, but I'm, I don't get that undisturbed time. I'm yes. So dad gets to use the bathroom. Yes. Exactly. By himself. <laughs> exactly. Dad is like, yeah, dad's not the one that the kids all converge on when anything, yeah. anything yeah. happens in good or good or bad, which I'm yeah. grateful for. I love being there. Mm-hmm. They're totally mama's boys. Like they love mom and I love them with all of my heart. It's just. Um, it can be a lot when you're trying to take even an hour to focus mm-hmm. and you're being interrupted and, and it's, it's really tough. So I had to kick mine out of my bedroom twice yesterday and I felt so bad about it, <laughs> but I'm like, I asked you for 15 minutes while this video premieres just so I can be in my own chat. And yes, uh, yes. And just for, it's like, I know it looks like I'm just on my phone, you guys, but I'm not, I am working and we're all going to Disney World in February and on oh, a Disney amazing. Cruise. So that's our first time going. So we're doing Disney World and then right after we're going to the, the port to do the cruise. Like the wow. which we've never done a cruise. So well, that's the one to do. I hope. I hear mixed things. So I'm like, hopefully it works out. It's such a magic age, too. So yes. everything that everything is just gonna be total magic. It's gonna be great. I hope so. Exactly. That's like why I kind of pressure TJ. I'm like I really want to go now when the kids are still little. If they get what older, age are your kids? Gonna love it. Sorry, what's that? What age are your kids? So Calvin's ten, Graham is eight, and Crew is one. But they have that. Mm. It's it's a small world nursery <laughs> that he's oh. going to be hanging out in a lot. So um, it'll be great. It'll be really fun. But we're doing that, and so I hope the kids know that like mom paid for this. Mom is providing this because like I those times you see me busy. I am doing something that is building a foundation that is really special that I hope 
likely will change our family legacy. You know, I hope, I mean, it's lofty, but we used to say like, whenever I would sell something and you could hear that cha-ching go off in the other room and the kids would be like, Ooh, what'd you sell mom? And they get all excited. (laughs) And then we would go get coffee or go have lunch or something. And I'd say, aren't you glad that I take this time, you know, to be able to list things. And I'd say, aren't you glad? So they got me um, a bag, big, like a Ikea bag that says, aren't you glad on there? So dropping off stuff at the post office that they really do appreciate it and that they really are glad. So that's cute. I'm just over here telling my kids that's grocery money. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is your basketball money. That's why you get to play, you know, junior jazz. Like you, this is what's providing for, but you're right. Like, I hope, I hope my kids one day, like do see that what I was doing and, and don't uh, like have resentment towards me yeah. for it. That's what's really, that kind of haunts me. Like, I really hope they know my motivation was for them and I'm not over here buying myself Gucci bags and whatever. I don't care. I just want to provide trips for them and you know, yeah. the shoes they want and the experiences yeah. that they want. But actually, you're there with the kids every single day. Like my kids, I started eBay when my daughter was five months old and she's 25. Wow. So they've only known me being home and me, you know, being a reseller, but they've been there on that whole journey. And, you know, for a while they're like, oh, reselling is forget it. I don't want anything to do with that. But then my older daughter is like, wow, I can make extra money. I'm going to do, you know, and so I find her over here trying to dig through my death pile to take stuff home. I'm like, wait, wait a second. That wasn't the plan. But I mean, it's their whole life. They, they know that. And the thing I kind of like about it is my kids will never, ever go hungry because they can have a business themselves. They know it in and out because they've lived it their whole lives, which I think is great. That's yeah. awesome. You're giving them that gift of yeah. knowing, look, you guys, there is, some, I know something you can do. If you're, mm-hmm. you need money, here's something you could do. And I know a blueprint for how to do it. You're so right. Yeah. My kids um, are Angie's age is kids, her kids is age too. So they've always been a little bit of a pushback on the reselling. Thing. Yep. Like, the, you do that mom, you know, they'll go through my stuff whenever I bring it home from the bin. They want to see what I've got that they can have. They want me to pick out the good things. But they didn't, I, you know, if you need money, just go open up a Poshmark, do something like yeah. that. And they all have a Poshmark and they all do it. But, but guys, this week, one of my kids opened up an Etsy account. I couldn't believe it. She's like, wow. you might be onto something, mom. I'm like, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Thank That's you. You're so welcome. cool. At least Is she credited you. What, what kind of Etsy? Because I've been wanting to do like a digital Etsy store, have like a digital content store. Right. What kind of Etsy store does she have? That's so we've talked about how um, Angie set us up so that we've got merch and it's through a company and we were talking about it. She goes, Oh my gosh. Cause she loves doing uh, graphic design and stuff like that. So she's been doing that. She's got some great t-shirts in there, some great hoodies. It's awesome. Great. Okay. So print on demand. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. um, Kristen, you should have her look into merch by Amazon. Mm-hmm. I did. I talked to her about it. I said, Hey, wait, somebody told me <laughs> to be able to check that out. So I think she's going to work on that. Seriously. Yeah. Three years ago, I did merch by Amazon and I made color guard, you know, like the oh, five yeah. band. I made a couple shirts and to this day, I make money every single month and it's three years later. Now it's not a lot of money, but like some months it's a hundred bucks. That's nice. On these three yeah. designs, I'm still making money every single month. 
That's amazing. I, I actually just started my Amazon merch journey this year, this oh, past year, so 2022. I uploaded like just four designs, but you're right. One of them took off and yeah. has made me like $200, which isn't like, I'm not going to retire, but like, no, that's but amazing that I did two minutes of work and I stuck it on Amazon. And what's funny with Amazon merch is like you put it up and it might not do anything mm. for like a month or two. And then it just slowly people, I don't know. It was a stupid, funny design that I thought oh, this is dumb, but someone liked people like it and it's selling. So that's, yeah. what the, I'm just like, well, imagine if I had like a thousand designs, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but, I, but I didn't focus on, but this year I really want to do more with that for sure. For sure. Well, so what is your, this week guys, what is your very best sale you've had this week? Angie? Oh, Angie, I know. I can't wait for yours. Okay. You're going to go last, Angie. Okay. Oh, uh, this week, what's my best sale? I don't know. I was not prepared for this question. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't have anything as exciting as what Angie's must be that it's just at like the forefront well, of I can't wait mind. to tell you. What's what yours, Kristen? Go ahead while we're looking. So I sold this great Osprey backpack. So excited about it. Love it so much. They asked to cancel the sale. No. <laughs> yes, bought it. They sent, they sent me an offer. It was a great offer. I had it listed for like, I don't know, eighty nine dollars. I think it was. Mm -hmm. And then um, they sent me a, an offer for seventy nine. I'm like, yes, sure, I'll take that. Take I it, yeah. the bins. Took it. As soon as I hit accept, can you please cancel? Oh, oh that's, that's the worst. worst. <laughs> so my best sale was canceled <laughs> that's yeah. funny you picked it up at the bins i picked up a north face backpack at the bins about a month ago and it sold like in a few days for 60 bucks plus nice. 20 dollars shipping and i love oh my gosh when you find a good backpack it's so oh. those outdoor backpacks sell for a ton of money that patagonia north face osprey yep. yeah arcteryx you know all those sell for great money yeah and i you probably find them a lot too being in in the mountain area, but we yeah. found those great, big, huge outdoorsy ones, those North face ones and those Patagonia ones. I find them like pretty frequently. So awesome. super lucky, super blessed that we get to have great stuff at our bins. So yeah, yeah. we don't find stuff like that too much down here in yeah. um, Pensacola, oh. Florida. I just, I guess we don't have enough hiking or <laughs> mountains. Yeah. Or I know it's funny because yeah. brands that are like so common to them and they just think everyone knows them. I'm like, yeah. like no one around here wears any of that stuff. Wow. Yeah. So but but we, we don't wear socks with darks either. Yeah, I totally oh. do. <laughs> totally do. But I know that at my bins um, in Denver, if I can find my Lulu and my Patagonia, I, I know that it's okay for me to go home because I won't have as much fear of missing out that FOMO because yeah. those are the two brands that I know I'm going to find every time. If I just, if I just wait it out, once I find them, it's time to go home. Yeah, yeah for true. sure. You know, Rachel's like, whatever. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I found yeah. a, I can pull, I can grab it real quick. I just went yesterday to the bins. Jealous. I found this Patagonia nice. uh, nano puff vest in wow. like new condition. Um, this sells for like a hundred bucks on eBay pre-owned. Nice. Nice. I, I have to share my sale because it's that good. <laughs> um, I'm like dying here. I know. I can't so, wait. We have a new store. that's like an Amazon bin store, you know, where they do returns and stuff, but they get other stuff. That's not just Amazon. I think. Yeah. So I picked up something that I did not know what it was guys. It's an electronics thing. Somebody had already opened it and they put question mark on it. And that's my favorite kind of thing. I'm like, 
someone in the world is going to want whatever this electronic thing is that nobody knows what it is. So I came home and evidently it's some train part, like for a locomotive, like a big train, not like a toy train. It's the braking system for a train. And I'm like, all right, we're going to put it on eBay. So I threw a number at it, like $1,900 I put on it. Cause I'm like, what is it? I have no idea. And guys, it's sold for $1,977. What? It sold. I bought it for $14. That's incredible. So I looked up the address where it was going because I'm like, who is buying train breaking (laughs) upgrade system? And it's the company that made it, bought it back. Wow. They're like, get this off of here for this price. Mm-hmm. How much are they worth? I have no idea, but I sold it for $1,977. What if it's worth like 30 grand? You literally Who just cares? made up the price. I'm happy to get, are you kidding me? I spent $14. That's incredible. That's, That's the best. Over so weird, guys. If you see weird stuff that you don't know what it is, 100%. someone in the world will want it. And how did it end up in an Amazon bin store? First of all, who ordered it? It was was like a lost cargo thing or something. Yeah. And everything. And I'm sure they probably saw it and said the same thing. Yeah. How did this end up on eBay? So, and I looked and it is the senior um, lead engineer of testing for that company who bought bought it. That's weird. Oh, Oh, when I saw the sale, I was like, shut up. Are you going to message him and find out why did you buy this bag? I'm not asking any questions at all. Thank (laughs) you. That's, (laughs) I mean, I don't want, I just want them to get it and be like, good. I'm happy. That's it. That's all I want. Oh my. I mean, what? Yeah. Weird sells. That's awesome. But I mean, you know, and I'm like 14, is it worth $14 of a risk? I'm like, sure. I'm going to like take it. Never in a million years did I think it was going to sell for something like that. My mind is blown. How big was it? It it was 40 pounds. Wow. It was was heavy. What was the cost of ship? $27 on FedEx? No, it was going to, it went to Florida. Thank goodness. But it was still like, well, because I paid for um, $1,000 insurance. Yeah, yeah. Even though I only paid fourteen, but I think it was still like thirty-eight dollars to ship it. Wait, That's why did terrible. you pay for nineteen hundred seventy-seven dollars in insurance? Because they only allow you to go up to a thousand. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, care. everyone listening to this oh, just learned something. You can no right. longer say you've never learned anything on this show, so stop saying it. <laughs> did they say it? I never heard it. I keep hearing it everywhere. Yeah. Those girls don't teach me anything. Oh no, nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's the max you can do. No way. Mm-hmm. So we had a that we found that out because we f- sold something that was over a thousand dollars a few months ago, and it we we went. TJ was like, he's an auditor, so he's panicking. Like, it's only a thousand dollar insurance. We have to go through USPS, and so we did. Um, but I think the risk ends up being mitigated because if something goes wrong, you only have to refund half. I don't know. Is that like so? Like you a thousand dollars insurance. Well, I don't know, would cover, and you had to refund half $950. So you would get your insurance money and only have to refund half. I don't know how, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we still went outside of USPS to ship it because we were scared. And then we just uploaded tracking. But yeah, they only insure up to a thousand, which is crazy. Well, the way I looked at it is I paid 14 bucks. Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. Until he gets it and is happy, I don't have that money. 
Yeah. So yeah. if it gets lost and I get a thousand, oh, I'm still like, yay. So yeah, yeah you're right. Totally, totally, totally. You know, that's that's. But if, if you're not married to a TJ though, who was yeah. like freaking out, guys. I was like, I'm fine, TJ. Like, no. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Like I'm equal parts really excited for you, but I have so many questions. I could write a book, and I'm just like, this. It's kind of blowing my mind. Why did they buy it back? What yeah. is it worth? What does it do? Who is the company? Like I have so many questions in I my know. mind right now. Yeah. Yeah, but why? My biggest question is, how did it end up in the Amazon? Why was it how I have no yeah. idea. Try, yeah. Like, try to ship it to one of his other engineers for them to like look at it, and it was a prototype, and it's like a, a top secret item. I mean, who knows? I want to know so much more. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna share. Hold on. Okay, we're gonna look at the screen. <laughs> for those of you listening, we will detail what we see on the screen. Oh, yes. it looks like it's a battery operated VCR. No, it's GE low control. It's a, but ev evidently it's a braking system. Oh my God. For this, for a train. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's all the information. I like, literally just can't imagine that that's the price you picked. Why 1977? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, it for, I, I, I do 10% automatically. So I listed it at 2195 and the 10% off was 1975.50. And it has best offer on it. Oh, he could have like sent me an offer and I No, he wanted it back. I would have taken it probably. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. Like best flip to date. I had that silverware that I bought for 10 and sold for a thousand. And that was long standing, one of the best wow. flips. But yours is better than that. I mean, those don't happen often, guys. That's don't, incredible. Like, don't, <laughs> I've yeah. been telling a long time. And, what like, you need to do is make a video. Like, less than five. And tell people in the video how every single day resellers turn fourteen dollars into two grand. It's easy, Look, super easy. Yeah, <laughs> it I'm took no time. All the time. Yeah, Part time yeah. hours. Don't mess with there those bread and butter items because you can just go them. and you know buy a fourteen dollar item once a week and yes. you know. Yeah. By the yeah. end of the year, you'll be a millionaire. That's I really, I kind of wish yeah. you would make a semi-sarcastic video like that. But I, I realize not everyone's going to get the sarcasm. But they those won't get it. You know the hate I would get? Oh. Resellers are terrible human beings. Yeah. Hate is engagement. So it counts. Yeah. It's all good. I did have someone... One of my last reels, he was like, why am I seeing this blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm commenting because it showed up on my feed. And he commented twice more. So he has three comments. And I said, thank you for the interaction. That was all I could say. Like, Yeah. Somebody said something snarky to me once. I don't get a lot. I, my little channel. And somebody says something snarky. And I was like, thank you for your input. <laughs> I Yep. What can you say? That's all you say or, de or delete or just, yeah, I, yeah. and move on there. They're, Cause I just, these people, what are they doing with their lives? <laughs> if we met them, they'd probably be like really disgusting. I, that's how I picture them. Or they'd just be super nice to you in person. Yeah. Yeah, the internet makes people mean. No one's ever mean in person. It's always online. So that's where that's it true. happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had somebody who was 
commenting books. I mean, paragraphs of stuff. And then they moved on to Rachel after I blocked. And them. I called him out. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Weren't you just on Angie's? I was like, be careful because we'll find out who you are. I mean, they may be listening so to this now. I was like, it's too small a world and it's too easy to find out who people are online. If you're jumping around from in within this circle, in this community, from one person to another, like, yeah, we're probably going to find out who you are sooner than later. Yeah. yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. They were in your chat, Angie, and it was great because there was people in the chat going, maybe you should leave. This is not the place for that. I, I was so proud of everybody that like gave such support hey, to you. People who watch me, they're my friends. Yeah. So yeah. Don't, don't mess with me. I mean, people like <laughs> they come to my defense. So have you seen well. Angie pick up a Christmas tree? I do not want to mess with her. <laughs> like you never know where she's gonna shove that Christmas tree. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot believe I did that. <laughs> you seriously manhandled that thing. We're talking like a seven foot tall Christmas tree and she and the lights up. were still on. That's the uh, key. So if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, make sure that you check on our Instagram. We've got a reel on there that is. Um, Angie oh, is <laughs> she she's manhandling that tree. Yes, she is. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of support, you guys, we always have so many great people that comment and and make notes to us and that we really are grateful. So Deborah Baker, she goes, I really, really enjoy your Let's Do Lunch podcast each week. Each week I retired last year and the podcast makes me feel like I'm actually in the lunchroom at the office listening to my colleagues chat. So Mission accomplished. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Drew was just saying that this morning. We were, I was talking about, you know, people messaging and wanting to like build people up and stuff. And he said, um, you know, when you work for yourself, like he and I are both self-employed, you do miss that camaraderie of having coworkers. Yeah. And he's, you know, it was just commenting about like how cool it is that our community still has coworkers, even though we're all very much self-employed, working yeah. in our basements or in our spare bedrooms. We mm -hmm still somehow have coworkers, which is really cool. Yeah, it is super cool. And that we have things like flip climb where we can go actually meet each other in real life and in person. So I thought yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's great seeing all the, the comments and the, in the support that everybody gives. So, and I hope that we're giving it back too. Last week, Ashley, we decided that all of our names had to be kind of where our location was. So I was Florida, actually lower Alabama thrifter. What would your name be? Uh, Ashley, Utah. <laughs> Utah. Yeah. Just, um, just, you can describe it better than that. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Salt Lake city. I'm in the Salt Lake city area. And I feel like there's a lot of, I see a lot of jokes on TikTok and like oh. Instagram about Utah moms. And I laugh <laughs> at all of them. Cause they're like, there's of course truth, uh, an undercurrent of truth in them all. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah, and it's a great, like, the, the Rocky Mountains are a great place to thrift, and uh, like we were talking about, you get Patagonia, a lot of outdoor gear, which I love, I love to sell it, Chacos, and North Face, and I've been like to that. your bins, though, so I was there, did a video at your bins, and the day you that, did. yeah, so the day that I was there, though, I was with Mr. Squirrel, who hates stopping whenever we're traveling, he's got a goal, <laughs> we got somewhere we got to be, we're on our way to Moab, we don't have time to stop. I was like, oh, you missed the exit. Can't we just, I mean, we're here. Can't we go? Yeah. He's like, no, gosh, sorry. I missed the exit. So I'm like real quick remapping it. I'm like, well, if we take this exit, we can go. And I just need, I just need an hour. 
So we went and he's actually, you can see cameos of him in that video because he's, he's never on my videos, but he, he stood there the whole time going, like he didn't want to touch anything. And he's like picking things up. That was the busiest bins that I had seen ever. And it was like right after everything started opening back up again. And it was bonkers in there. It was nuts in there that day. So I, had a hard time getting video because I was afraid to get too many people in it. Right. But, yeah. But man, you must wear like your GoPro and, and nobody says a word and just. No one cares. With it. Yeah. Like the, did you find anything good that day, by the way? Did you find anything fun or. Yeah. In my, I mean, we were seriously there for like 20 minutes and I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I found some great stuff. There's a Pendleton that I found that I liked Ooh, and nice. I bought a bowling ball that day, but. <laughs> That's a whole other story. So right. yeah, we had a great time. Um, oh, yeah. I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because um, it's yeah. not that far for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's about 25 minutes for me. So it's been nice to like have it be close by and to have some challenges I give myself um, in videos about what I can find and how much I can make. Um, and I found good stuff. It gets busy like anything. But yeah, I wear a GoPro um, I actually forgot my chest mount yesterday or I had it and it fell out of my hands before I got to the car. So I had to like awkwardly be socially awkward and like one hand it, but, um, but yeah, I just wear a chest mount and nobody cares. And if they do, they, they, or they say hi and I'm like, Oh, Hey, I'm glad you watch or whatever, but it's never, I was, I wasn't comfortable at first, but now I just don't care. <laughs> people like shouting loud things. There's these younger kids that shout, like they're, they're really loud and they're really cute and they just like, are talking really loud about the things they're finding and um, they, they don't, no one cares. So yeah, it's been really fun to wear it and just to flip it on when I find something cool or when like everyone's rushing cause the, you know, they, they brought yeah. it refreshed yeah. bins. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, I'm there for a long time. Yeah. So my videos are edited down to like 12 minutes, but like I'm there for hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I want to go for the whole day. So it was not enough time yeah. because I mean, I've seen some of the things that you pull out that, that's pretty good. So I wish that I could have spent more time there. And then I think it's so weird that you can go in there and just cameras blazing. And then when we all went to the bins in Charlotte, they were like, they were like don't, don't even get your camera out. Really? It, yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot of bins won't let you film. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Huh. That's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, people bring their dogs in. Like, it's just like a. Is it like, a, I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah, it's a very, they're really chill. Even the guy checking me out one time was like, hey, I, I think I was in your last video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Aww. great. And he was like, they're just super nice. I don't think they care. If they, if I ever had a problem, I'd probably, because the videos do well for me and because I enjoy them and people enjoy them. I would probably try to talk to some kind of manager and yeah. go, look, I'm not doing anything other than promoting how great the bins are, you know, right. yeah. it's just the best. And I, would, yeah, I, would I think that's it. the universal argument, but so many people it's the absolute no, like people have had the cops called on them or escorted yeah. out of the store. And that's the, always their argument is all we're doing is promote it's free advertising, but, yeah. and, and they try to play it off it's like it's other a corporate. people. The yeah. other people complain because they don't want the advertisement yeah. out mm-hmm. about the bins. Oh, and yeah. like, we don't want to be filmed. And yeah. so they make a scene about it. So, yeah. Well, Flip the world yeah. does his whole whatnot videos from the bins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Level, though. 
for hours yeah. he's to, he gets stuff and then he sells it before he's even paid for it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's genius there. Yeah, yeah you guys keep dropping Patagonia as a brand. And um, I never get Patagonia. Bolo Buddies had a whatnot last night and she had, no, it wasn't Patagonia, it was Pendleton. She had a wool Pendleton blanket. And I, I was like, ooh. And she said, she was. She said, guys, I'm going to have to start this at 25. And I'm like, it's worth more than that. I'll bid on it at $25. And guys, on whatnot, that went for $71. Ashley, are you on whatnot yet? I am. I've been doing, I I did a, I don't know, something like 15 to 20 shows last year. Oh, wow. Um, but I didn't, I mean, I, it's like a live selling is, I want to make it more of a part of this year, but it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a little bit more intimidating for me. It is. Um, and just finding that time, a good time to do it when people are on mm -hmm. and the kids are not like screaming yeah. or yeah. needing me is a little bit tricky. Um, but I do plan on doing it more this year for sure. And TJ's You're a great right. shipper. He helps with shipping while I'm doing it. So I'll sell That's something right. and then chuck it oh. to him and he holds it and gets it all packaged and puts awesome. their name on it so that we can ship that night really quickly. So it was good. Um, and I'm, I think I'm going to be getting more inventory this year, liquidation. So mm -hmm. I'm going to try to like do regular whatnot auctions. I hope it works mm -hmm. out. We'll see. Because you have to get rid of it as soon as it's coming in. You really have to. Yeah, I don't have the space. So mm -hmm. I have to. And that's, yeah, that's another thing is like, I, I don't have that much space. I cleared out a ton of inventory before the end of the year, just donated stuff that had been sitting or that I was just like, or, you know, stuff from a liquidation that's like, you get a hundred of the same type mm -hmm. of shirt and they just yeah. aren't selling. And you're like, this, this mm -hmm. is hopeless. And so I take it to a consignment shop. So I, I got rid of a lot of stuff um, because yeah, I just don't have a ton of room. So I feel like whatnot will be a good part of that. Like, It'll help mm -hmm. me figure out stuff very. I have a whole category for pallets and liquidation. Like it has its yeah. own category. Totally. Uh, it's it's interesting though, because that's a good point of what you said that you have to, whatnot is, is different that way because I can work on YouTube videos at 3 a.m. while my kids sleep or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon while they're at school. But if I tried to do whatnot at those hours, you can't. Like you have to be prime time. And prime yeah. time for most people on entertainment is also prime time with your kids. It's during I dinner and. Like my Jen, whatnot tonight is at 7 p.m. Jen's yeah. multiverse. She gets oh, up like at two in the morning or five in the morning and does whatnot videos. Hmm. Wow. It does really and well. Really. Yeah. She said that there it's like the home shopping network. There's lots of people who are lonely and can't sleep and come on and buy in the middle of the night. Wow. You know what? I guess I'm going to be honest. <laughs> the other night when I was up at 3.30 in the morning, you get in and you check your feed. And then I was like, I've seen all this. I hopped on whatnot. Mm -hmm. I hopped in just to see. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy anything. You guys know what a night owl I am. Don't you tempt me. <laughs> see? I mean, it could happen. No, I'm not. I'm not doing middle of the night whatnots for sure. But I was surprised. She said she was like setting her alarm for 4 a.m. to start her whatnots. Let me wow. tell you guys, just to encourage somebody slash brag on my kid real quick, okay? Because um, we were all talking about it, our kid's level of reselling. And Ashley, my oldest son, does whatnot. And mm -hmm. his last auction was three and a half hours long because he was enjoying it so much. He sold really? five 
$503. Wow. In three and a half hours at 16. Only thing I'm doing is clicking on what he tells me to click. Like he runs the show. He sourced these items himself. And here's the part that I kind of want to brag on him. Okay. He's 16. He's his mother's child and very cheap. So he doesn't spend money. The fact that he had the capital to do this. I don't know if the guy's going to take it, but yesterday he made a $2,000 offer on a buy. Wow. wow. At 16, his money would not be me helping him at all. And wow. he, he's already written down like how much he can make off of it. I'm just like, he was working at Burger King for a couple, you know, what, $12 an hour, $10 an hour after taxes a couple months ago and just saw the potential. And like I've told him since he was 14. And if anyone's listening, maybe thinking about getting into reselling, this is my number one tip. Find something you're passionate about and sell mm -hmm. that. Yeah, because that's what's going to get you excited because like he he bought three Kirby vacuums at auction for $10 a piece. They could sell for two to three hundred. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to list them. Wow. Yeah. With these little mini figs. I mean, some of them he sells for $5 a piece. He'll stay on there for three hours at a time. And it was a Friday night. His friends were out, you know, doing whatever. And he's at home doing whatnot. And then he's like, got to flex on my friends about how much I made tonight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, good for him. That's so, amazing. Speaking yeah. of dropping a, a pretty penny to get some stuff, Ashley, what made you say, "Hey, let's buy a pallet"? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's not like going to the bins and picking things up for super cheap. That's right. like a chunk of change in order to get a pallet. What made you think I'm going to totally do that? Yeah, well, i I had my eye on this auction house for a long time, and I've actually been buying from it for a while before sharing it on social media. Um, and like, and it was good. I was like, this is good stuff. Um, and so then I started to, I saw other YouTubers who, so the other YouTubers had showcased this auction house who have millions, millions of subscribers. So, and their videos had millions of views. So I'm like, well, the, the uh, secret's out. So I'll just go ahead and film um, my experience of buying from these, from this place and unboxing it with TJ. So it's, it is expensive, but I've almost always made money, um, up until almost always. recently, there's been a few videos where I've lost, I've definitely lost money. Um, but what's great is like the YouTube videos at least do really well. So right. if I don't make money on the palette, the videos cover it. So that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's always scary to buy. And, and this year I have, I actually have three pallets coming from a different location, um, in the next week or so. And that's, I'm dropping. Do you say three pallets? Three pallets. Yeah. Three Those pallets. are just going to sit in your living room. Or? I have no idea. Probably gonna <laughs> freak out. Um, I've actually been considering, do I get a storage unit? Like I'm starting to consider like, I don't know, we'll see. Right. I'll probably just sit in my garage until we can figure out, <laughs> until I can figure out how to, maybe I'll whatnot them. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what I do with the items I get. Um, but yeah, like I'm, uh, I'm getting some pallets and they make great videos. Mm -hmm. um, and they- What kind of items? The, this one is shoes. So oh, it's going to okay. be pretty much all shoes. Okay. Um, and so we'll see how it goes. Like it could be a disaster. I've had disastrous palettes in the past, but I've had really good ones. I think it just takes experimenting and trying out companies until you find good, good inventory. And once you do, and you find good contacts, um, it can work out really great because there's just an abundance of stuff that 
is out there if you know the right people and if you connect with the right people or you know the right companies. Right. Yeah. Well, I, um, the most pilots I ever got at one time was eight. Whoa. So was garage, but Angie, it was full right pallets? eight pallets fit in my garage. It was tight. Let me tell you, but they were from <laughs> QVC and it was all like Christmas decorations. It oh. was in like March and I'm like, Hey, Christmas house. But listen, guys, I got these, this, it was before, right before the pandemic. So people weren't, they hadn't quite figured out that you could make a bunch of money by staying at home and getting inventory in. So the prices hadn't gone up and people didn't want Christmas because of when it was, I ordered it in February. I got eight pallets um, for $500. And at the time the shipping was only like $600. So $1,100 for eight pallets. Wow. It was insane. And I made so much money. It was Mr. Christmas stuff. I mean, it was like insane. But then, you know, a year ago, I bought three pallets of HBA and almost ruined my entire eBay store. So um, oh, no. I always recommend to people that pallets are really great, but have the money. Imagine like you were playing the lottery. And you have, if you want to play the lottery for a thousand dollars and hope you win, but you literally could lose your thousand dollars. So if you don't have the money to lose, you're right. Don't yeah. do it. You know, you yeah. could take that same amount of money and buy so much stuff local that you are able to look up and make sure. Um, moving up to pallets, you have to be financially able to do that and take that risk. Um, okay. I just don't recommend until you are a really experienced reseller then, like, to go that route realize that your favorite YouTuber that you're watching uh, open the palette has a gain either way. Just like Ashley was just saying, like, don't think that part of it isn't content, which is excellent. The fact that you're Mm -hmm. willing to put that up to pay for the entertainment value, Mm -hmm. it is a cost for your YouTube business. But like people watching that and they just think, oh, I, they, she wins all the time. I'll win every time. Yeah, and it's like, it's but think about it. Even a loss is going to be a win. If you open it up and it's all dirty socks, that video is going to do great. You know? Yeah. Right. Oh it's, yeah. We react to it and it's, oh, like this was terrible. Although the better ones do really well. The one that I, where I got all that luxury has over a million views on wow. YouTube. Wow. It, yeah. I think it's at 1.3 million views and it's a, it was an insane haul, yeah. of, you know, $800 into 10,000. Um, but that some of the stuff hasn't sold yet, but that one did really well. It, that's hard though. Cause like, how do I, I, I really want consistent, good content on YouTube, but like, I can't guarantee I'm always going to find no. really cool stuff. Yeah. So it's a gamble. It's a gamble, so. but that one was really fun. Um, to all that though that was that's the money right there tj can you imagine what his reaction would be to like a pallet of dirty socks from rachel (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking there's a market though i'm thinking rachel's dirty socks might sell (laughs) i feel like there's a market i'm not gonna lie there's a market but somewhere my most recent video the number one comment in the comment section is my feet um, over and over again, but because, because <laughs> look at Ashley's face. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> what kind of content do you put out? Because it's, I didn't realize it was a hoarders uh, situation. And when I got there, I had flip flops on. I don't even address it in the video, but everyone in the comments is like, why are you wearing flip flops? I didn't like, even notice that. Because oh, I had no dude. idea that it was a hoarder situation. I had no idea. It, he doesn't even live there. It's his place of business, but upstairs was just a hoard. And I had flip flops on. Giving away those feet pictures out there on YouTube. Yeah, for free. You could charge good money. <laughs> right. Save it for your OnlyFans, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing my favorite Lulu in honor for you because oh. I know a Lulu obsession. I do love um, it. I saw somebody had a post that said, like they're they're the top sales, the top selling brands. Right. And I would like to get your opinion on some of these and see if you okay. agree that these are the top 10 brands that are good for reselling. Number right. one was Nike. Nike? Mm -hmm. That was the number one. Yeah. Did you just say Nike? Nike. She did. Like an Australian. <laughs> yeah. It's, so did you know that in England they say Adidas? Yeah. Yeah. So they it? also just say Aldi, where we say Aldi's, they say Aldi really? in Germany. Wow. Sorry, I'm just ASMR diet coffee. <laughs> For those of you listening, Ashley just cracked open a beer and it's 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the number two is Lululemon. Yeah. Three, Burberry. Four Burberry. Hmm. Right, right. Okay. Or North Face. Yeah. Five is Gucci for resale. Gucci, yeah. Okay. Six, Tory Burch. Mm, okay. Seven, Ugg. Yeah, Uggs are good. All the way down on number eight, Patagonia. Okay. Mm, number Patagonia nine, Michael Kors. Mm. And then 10, Prada. Michael Kors, Michael huh? Kors on the as Prada. I would have put Dior way over Prada. Like if someone yeah, was going to make your yeah. book, Dior should have. Interesting. But like for resale, I mean, I don't know. And Chanel didn't even make the list. So, hmm. huh. but maybe that's not the most popular things that sell. I was, I guess. What's I'm the title of the list? Um, The top 10 reselling brands. Um, I think someone like, just created a list yeah. of brands that they saw a lot because that doesn't yeah. like a clickbait article from yeah. the Daily Mail or something. Because, yeah. I mean, they, got, they need to quantify that. Is it by price? Because then Nike is not going to be on the same thing as these, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's by yeah. volume? I don't know. And I if I imagine the case, there's that much Gucci compared to Nike, which I get, I, I can know. get a hundred Nike and no Gucci. So exactly. I mean, Chanel often will resell for more than a hundred percent of its retail value, but yeah. Because of that reason, you can't source it very inexpensively. So I can see why it didn't make the list because it's impossible unless you yeah. have like a plug somewhere to source it at a resellable price. Yeah. Yeah. But then my other question is too, is it is it by like dollar volume? Is it by unit volume? I don't know because there's no facts. Right. Yeah, Where's there's American there's Eagle. Everybody there. sells American Eagle jeans and it's not on here at all. So right. I don't know. I just wondered if you felt like I mean, those are all good brands to resell but do you think that that's true in your experience with the volume of those same brands i do sell a lot of nike i sell a ton of nike i found a ton of hoodies yesterday 
Nike is just one of those brands that like, if I get it liquidation bins, I mean, not every time if it's, you know, rat, if it's looking ratty, but the shoes, I think it's maybe more about the shoes. I know Nike shoes just, there's like whole sneaker heads, right. Who, this is all they do is true. So, um, Nike shoes, but the clothing I sell all the time, the shorts all the time and it always sells and not for tons, but it just almost every Nike item that I put up sells. So I, I love that. Um, so that's a great brand. And it's, I mean, of course, not every single item, but I do, if I find a hoodie, a full zip, some track pants, men's track pants, men's basketball shorts, I pick them up every time and they fell. Mm-hmm. Every time. Um, and then let's see, even Hurley, Hurley joggers sell for me all the time. Okay. Uh, men's joggers. Um, Lulu is great, but I, I have, I'm pickier about what I pick up now, or I pick it up for good luck, but it doesn't sell because Lulu has that um, resale program on their own website, like the yeah. almost new. So I've noticed since that took effect, Lulu sales for me have got just the, the amount that I could get and the velocity is, is gone down. Yeah. Um, but I still love to find it and it still sounds yeah. great. And yeah. There's so many patterns and so many styles and there's rare ones and seaweeds and um, it, you know, they, it still sells great. So I'm never going to not pick it up. Yeah. Um, Prada, Prada just is one of those brands. Like I actually picked it up recently. It's going to be in a video. It's going to drop maybe next week and it was chewed up and I fixed it. I used like Angelus leather paint. I actually have it here and like fix them up. But Prada is like, it's exciting to find because it's like the name recognition, but I don't think I've ever sold it. Like I have a Prada bag that's still sitting in my eBay store. So I don't think that has any, I can't even think of a Prada item that I got that sold super fast. So yeah, that's a brand that does not have a super strong um, following, I don't think. So it's funny that that's on the list. Right. <laughs> I would put yeah. like Double D Ranch or like mm-hmm. um, Arcteryx. Oh yeah, with that or any or Osprey or yeah, all the REI brands. I swear the out the outdoor activewear brands are what sell fastest and best for me every mm-hmm. time. Yeah, uh, so and I it's like the Michael Kors, Michael Kors, yeah, those that, they just I, diluted I, their own brands so substantially with the Michael Michael Kors, and when they yep. started making everything for TJ Maxx and Ross, and yep. yeah, any like, value. We walked by like the actual Michael Kors store on Fifth Avenue, and I was just like, I could never justify walking in there and paying three or five hundred dollars for a pair of shoes when right. the brand just kind of looks yeah. good now. They did that to themselves. Sold out for that owns Liz Claiborne that owns coach Michael Kors, Liz Claiborne. Mm-hmm. I feel like all of them just kind of went flat. Yeah. yeah. Was that happened? Totally. Mm. And like, um, my, uh, Ralph Lauren should be on that list. Cause Ralph Lauren is great. Yes. I mean, not obviously it's like Ralph Lauren has such a cult following of collectors and there's certain styles that just sell for insane amounts of money. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, if you find like the double R, the Ralph Lauren, what is it like the Ralph Lauren ranch or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, that sells fantastic. Any of their ski, the jump man, like the suicide skier, their old jackets, their vintage stuff sells great. So yeah, Ralph Lauren should be on there. No, right. I feel they would be top 10 before some of those other brands. I just, I I loved the list and like, you know, the idea of it. Then I thought, I know how did they bring up those? Like what, where, where are they getting those 
Where I think they somebody cleaning out their closet made that list. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, like they maybe they mean like for the average person or something. It wasn't a reseller that made that list. Someone mm. used Chat GPT and just was like, I need an article yep. about the 10 brands itself. And Prada was the only um, major brand they could think of in their mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Probably. I think we should come up with our own top 10 list. We should. Yeah. We'll put totally. out our own. Yeah. But yeah. are we going to charge for it? That's the question. <laughs> no. We'll sell we it to like a bracket. Like we should put 64 brands up and then duel them out between two. And, like, uh, and, we, the and number then we one. get to the ultimate best brand we enjoy selling. There you go. Like that March Madness. That's nice. a great idea. <laughs> will it be uh will it be based off of popular opinion, based off of votes? Like vote for each one and whoever gets so. the most. That makes I don't know, like yeah, votes because people but I think data is boring. <laughs> what do people Who like? cares what the actual numbers are? We just yeah, have we don't need numbers. It's it's your numbers that we need to know about. Numbers, numbers. Yeah. Organize that, Ashley. We'll do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to get a list of 64 brands first, right? Oh, yeah. No. Yes. So I love it that you popped open a uh, a Coke. Yes. <laughs> and that you talk about it in your videos. You're like, mm, I'm going to break down. I'm going to buy Coke. Yeah. Last week I got, <laughs> I think there was an intervention because of my, my sugar situation. <laughs> Do your kids eat fruit snacks? Yes. And I, I don't, and then I don't get them for a long time because that's all they want. And I'm like, these have no nutritional value. You're not helping my case, Ashley. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> They, no. yeah, but they get, but they are, they have an addiction. Yeah. And they're the only, the Mott's, they only like Mott's fruit snacks, okay. not the other ones. So they're very picky about that. See, I think it's fine to be picky about your fruit snacks, but so last week <laughs> <laughs> I was totally attacked for my, <laughs> my snacking choices. So it was, it was cool because, um, Adam Baldy pal picking Baldy pal was in the chat and he was like, Hey, I will help you. I need to get off sugar too. So Last week, or well, this week, we've been messaging, you know, I haven't had any sugar for the last three days. And I, yeah. So I do kind of feel it like my body. You haven't right now? Uh-huh. The last three oh, days. Congratulations. But so we Just would get talk. over the shakes. You got two more days. You're good. Two more days. Day five, you'll feel better. Hey, by yeah. the time this airs, I want you telling everyone in the chat right now how fantastic you feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't do it. Sugar yeah. is why life is worth living. Yay, okay. Sorry, I, I, I will go to my now. with a Chick Fil A sandwich in one hand and a Coke <laughs> in the other, and I will. I don't care. I the Chick Fil A is not really full of sugar, but ever. your Coke was a diet Coke, though, wasn't it? It's a diet Coke. That's true. So she has yeah. no sugar. But I also in that. have. I have a candy sugar in that. In there's that no closet. sugar in diet Coke. There is two. There's Zero sugar. There's aspartame. Sugar. There's well, well, there's it's aspartame. Yeah, it's probably like cancer in a can. I don't. <laughs> I can't. I can't care. But I have in my closet behind me. My favorite thing in my office is a little fridge. I have a little fridge back there with all my diet coke snacks, and I have candy. I just like don't. I don't. My heart. I, I we eat healthy m- most of the time, but like I can't ever restrict. I would never restrict 
sugar. I don't restrict really? anything because I don't, it makes me obsess. If I try to like cut mm. it out, I just obsess over it and I don't want to do yep. it. I'm sorry. You could, it's, it's a totally healthy move. I don't I knew to like I liked you, Ashley. Okay. So <laughs> we were talking, right? Kristen, you're three days in, you got I two know. left. Stay the course. No, I'm going <laughs> to finish out the week. Do not get off of here and start eating sugar. No, I'll finish out the week because he messaged me and he was like, hey, we're going to do it this week. So he's doing this too. And he's nice. doing um, black coffee only. And I don't drink coffee. So mm. I'm having green tea. I did add honey to it. I'm really sorry, Adam. I did add a little bit of honey That's to it. That's natural sugar. There's nothing wrong with that. For the first two days. Now this morning I had my tea and I didn't have any, and it was actually not that bad, but I do want soda sometimes like just the, I don't drink a lot of soda, but I do drink like, um, bubbly things once in a while. Like when you go to McDonald's, I got to have a Dr. Pepper. It just is part of it. But he was yeah. like, Hey, try this. So I did this ice, this sparkling water. Yep. That's not bad. Zero sugar, Rachel. Okay. Yeah, good job. <laughs> so you sell that a dollar general. Yeah. Do they really? Like, yeah. Yeah. So this is my, um, this is my like cheat because it's sweet. And I did the frozen grapes. Didn't like it. They're, they're okay. I like just a plain old grape. I don't need them frozen. So anyway, I, I'm glad to know that Ashley doesn't think that I have um, a total addiction, but I am shaking just a little bit and I <laughs> do really want fruit snacks right now. So <laughs> I just mm. restocked my candy drawer. So I've got Dove dark chocolate. I don't know. I it is a healthy lifestyle move for sure. Sugar is of course not great, but I just I personally I think I struggled for a long time with being way too restrictive with my eating and it wasn't good. And so um I just decided to like intuitively go, if I feel like sugar, I'm going to have some and it'll be great. And then I don't think about it anymore. And the obsession goes away. Yeah. Um and I don't moderation. Yeah. All moderation. Um, so I love, so yeah, TJ hates this habit. I wouldn't say it's like the best habit. I try not to like only, I still have like a big, um, I have a big tumbler of like a 64 ounce tumbler that I do water in. So I drink that most of the time, but it's a special occasion. So I'm drinking <laughs> guys. Um, you would have pulled up with champagne. I mean, yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, uh, I like my treats and I, I made it part of the video. Cause it's like, I think you should treat yourself and yeah. And, it, and also people in videos, they like a story and they like, if you have little Easter eggs or things that like, they know Ashley always does this. It kind of brings that familiarity and yeah. um, you, you want to try to share those things. So that's kind of why I always tie in a little treat at the end to because because youtube's all about retention right so i want to try to get people once i became more intentional with it i'm like gosh it's more of a strategy <laughs> i do like to share it's, it's i do legitimately like diet coke but i also like want to bring people in and have that familiarity with them yeah. so um anything you can do to do that helps like with tj's little bringing him in and having his reactions is really fun yeah um, so anyway so i don't i think people get the wrong impression sometimes that like all I do is like <laughs> eat crap and just drink Diet Coke. But it, the, yeah. the truth is I show it on the camera because it's more fun than showing we're yeah. having a normal dinner. With Your daily trip to Chick-fil-A. And we're going on exercising or whatever. Like it's just not as exciting and fun as or relatable as just saying I like Diet Coke, which I do. So I show yeah. that. 
but it's but it's funny how people see that one little bit of me getting a diet coke and go that's really unhealthy and I'm scared for your health and yeah. I'm like don't worry guys we're good I exercise every day and I we have yeah. a balanced diet and, you know we we do my grocery cart isn't just full of crap it's full of you know good nutritious yeah. things um but yeah anyway that's yeah I, I, posted, I share it all um on my Instagram story and I got a lot of pushback probably the most I've ever gotten from any story I couldn't I mean people I've never spoken to on Instagram messaged me about my health because I said rate my snack and I just meant doesn't this look delicious delicious and it was um a vegan beef jerky because I'm vegan and it was a sugar-free Red Bull because sugar-free Red Bull makes me happy <laughs> and I um never spoke to some of these people before in my life and they messaged me to tell me like how unhealthy it was and that red bull well not only the red bull but the the vegan jerky which is made with pea protein they were like it's absolutely killing you i'm like could we talk about a double cheeseburger but i would never go there with anyone unless they really (laughs) wanted to go there i was just like it's pea protein it's yeah that's insane i think like i have a random theory that's based in nothing but i think (laughs) these stress the cortisol levels that increase with the stress people put on every morsel that goes into their mouth, I think is more damaging than what they're actually eating. I just don't buy into there's an, a certain thing that will will kill me. I just don't. I don't put any value into it. I try to fuel my body with good things, but like I, so yeah, people will come, the, the squad will come after you. The police will come after you if you share anything. Yeah. Um, and it's just like funny. It's silly to me. I just don't think, I think people put way too much weight in that. I don't know. That's totally my opinion. And I know it's, you know, that of course eating a healthy, great, uh, like getting all your nutrition is so important, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, I, I, think I agree. I mean, I'm going to and freak out about it too much. I balance it. I mean, I have the salad, <laughs> but I'm going to eat the two little pouches of fruit snacks as soon as I get one for my salad. That's, yes. I'm going to, that's, and I've done that all my life. So, <laughs> right. but I think right. everybody like says something to you on Facebook or on YouTube or whatever because they care about you. They feel yeah. like they know you yeah. and you've let them into your life. And so they just genuinely want you to know that they're worried about you personally because, you know, so which is so way, it's kind of sweet. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. literally That's are just true. reaching out and saying, I, I like you so much. Please don't do this to hurt yourself. Oh my gosh. I had the kindest comment a couple weeks ago. I posted a video of my son, um, basically the his story about quitting his job at Burger King and mm-hmm. someone reached out to me again, someone I hadn't spoken to, but like you say, they just like the family so well, mm-hmm. they wanted me to have a mole checked on him. And oh, no. I was like, you are like, first of all, laser eyes to even have seen that because yeah. it is a special type of mole, but I had it checked when he was two and his pediatrician confirmed like what special type it is. It's yeah. very healthy. But the fact that she reached out to me in concern over that, cause you know, you read stories where like uh, the stranger on the internet saved her life and had her check yeah. a lump in her neck or you like mm-hmm. all these things. And I was just like, that is, I told her she was a rock star for reaching out. Cause it, it's kind of a bold, audacious thing to do to reach out yeah. to a stranger and not know how they'll receive it yeah. i didn't want to ever discourage her from doing that in the future because she could save someone's life you know yeah oh my gosh that is i don't know that i have anybody that would pay that much attention to my <laughs> 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 
<laughs> They're concerned about flip-flops though. <laughs> <laughs> so going on with more va vanity related things, how are you liking figuring out how to curl your hair now, Kristen, since you got this oh. new haircut? Um, that much, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she I chopped her hair off, Ashley, and she's she's struggling with exactly how to style it now that it's shorter. Mm -hmm. You have like and a I growing iron, or what are you using? Or like a? I've seen I've, people put leggings, wrap their hair in leggings, and sleep in it. I don't know if you've seen that. If I've seen I like a like a rope. Do my hair? Oh. I'd be about it. <laughs> Well, they have like, um, you can use either a long, long sock or you can use the, um, the belt of your robe and like wear it like a headband and you curl yeah. your hair like up around it. I've mm. seen, it's crazy. I haven't tried it because I'm scared, but you have such pretty thick, thick, like voluminous hair, Kristen. I've got a lot You're of hair. very blessed. I have five hairs left. <laughs> I just tease into like something <laughs> to make it look like I have hair. So you're very lucky. Well, I don't like to stand there and curl. So I'm trying to do better, but I do really miss being able to toss it up into a ponytail. Mm -hmm. So yeah. It's still I mean, long enough to ponytail, right? Yeah. I can ponytail, but I can't do the top knot thing. So then it bounces weird and then parts of it like fall forward. And I don't like the way a ponytail looks unless it's really long. And then I want oh. it tall because I want the volleyball I mean, player in you. It is. It's the volleyball player in me. I need that extra two inches on the roster whenever I put it up on top of my head. So on yeah, it's getting, it's getting better. And I did buy some of those sponge rollers because I do yeah. want to like sleep and try to like <laughs> do my hair because I hate standing there. Are you talking hard. about the pink ones? Yep. <laughs> well, mine are purple because they're the great big ones, but oh, okay. have you used them yet? Pardon? Have you used them yet? No, please report back. No, I just see full purple sponge rolled. Oh my gosh. I will tell you though that um I did Ashley wears a hat in her videos a lot. So I thought I would try that. And I am not a hat person. It does look better whenever you've got like a little bit of you know cute going on underneath your little hat thing. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'll have to try them. I really, I had one ready in case she was going to wear a hat. I was like, I'm going to wear a hat too. I'm going to be just oh, like, I, should, I was going to, it's mostly just because I haven't washed my hair and I'm like, I, just, I need to film. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, it, I don't know if I even have, I have, it's just a lot of dry shampoo here. And I, yeah, I just stick a hat on. Cause I'm like, well, the other guys can do it who are on YouTube. So I'm going to do it. Right? It's not fair. I it hate like, that. I have to get dressed and have my hair done. And makeup on before I can film. Like yeah, actually, I know you know you're in. out of bed. Yeah, right. If film while they're still in bed. If yeah. if you see a shot of me still in bed, no, I prepped for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ashley, I know you know your analytics, and I was just talking with a male friend, uh, like a male YouTube reseller recently, and it was so interesting that we're so close in a lot of our demographics, but his is like majority men and mine's majority women. And I was like, we have two different audiences, even though it looks like we have the same audience. Are you majority male or female in your audience? It's about 75% female in my audience. Yeah. And, and I still have, you know, I have a lot of really nice men who show up and support and are really kind, but yeah, it's mostly women. And so I'm That's trying to, um, you know, like embrace that more and try clothes on and be fun about, like the fashion and the things mm -hmm. I'm finding. So um, I want to embrace that better and get to know my audience better and, and realize that, yeah, I have a different audience than these other 
Yes. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Cause we were, we were talking last week about comparing numbers when you're not in the same business as someone else. And when you're comparing YouTube numbers, same thing, like we don't even have the same people watching our videos, although you would think, and even if they came over from another video, your audience is still so different. And I thought, yeah. so does that mean that I need to do something to pull in this male audience? Or like you said, do I just need to cater to the right. audience that's there that loves me guys here on this channel? We are over 90 percent female on our audience. Wow. I've never seen that like skewed of a of a demographic, but men are welcome to watch this show. If you're a guy and you're watching, guys. we're Come happy in. that you're here. Yeah, <laughs> totally. for sure. 90% overnight. We were like 95 when I checked the other day, like 5% wow. of our audience is male. And I just thought, how did that happen? So yeah, Angie's going to start trying on clothes next week. Yeah. <laughs> Here. There you hey, go. My, my demographics is probably way different than you guys. Oh, yeah. because, yes. You know, it seems like mine is like 45 and up women. So, mm. And y'all probably have younger women who are watching you, but I get all, all of the, you know, adult women who they're, you know, empty nesters kind of thing. I, that's just, well, I think they, yeah. people watch people that they relate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, which is why we started the podcast is mm-hmm. because we needed like a bunch of girls that we could relate to. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, I mean, I see like Joey bought a bing. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not going to get the same person <laughs> watching me as him. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and even yeah, embrace it. Totally. Even if you went and thrifted a bunch of like uh, video games and stuff, because that's what like younger guys watch. Yeah. If we went and watched, I think that some of them would probably not even watch us then because we're not no. relatable to them. They're like, yeah, you're, you're my mom picking you're, up. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Someone asked Dello on whatnot the other day, if I was his sister, just letting you know. Aww. <laughs> He doesn't show his face, so it probably didn't mean as much as it did to me hearing it. But they were like, so is Rachel Strickland your sister? He was like, that's my mom. (laughs) I would love it if somebody said that my kids were my sisters. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Shoot, girls. So, Ashley, do you have plans to go to FlipCon next year? Do you have plans to go to any other, like, get-togethers? Are you going to do... Um, we, I don't know. I hope, I hope. And well, I don't know if I'll be like, I don't like, I, I don't think I was the best guest. So oh, I come you, on, like, you are a other, really great guest. I don't know. I, I hope to have on people who are like better than me. Cause I'm, or at least better speakers or have better advice. Um, so, but it was really fun to be with everybody and to hang out with everybody. So I'm, I would love to bring TJ and have us both just hang out and make it like a, a little getaway for us. Um, but we have a lot of travel planned for this year and he only has a certain amount of vacation days. So right. as long as it works out, we would love to. So we'll see. I, it's a definite maybe, but I would, but it was so much fun. And if we can make it happen, I would love to go again. So, well, actually, Rachel was going to be speaking this year at Josh Astor. So that I like. I was born speaking. I spoke to the room and the operating (laughs) or in the delivery room. (laughs) You're very well suited for it, and you will be perfect. I'm excited. No, really, like I have a background in children's ministry, and so like I just 
love that environment of having mm -hmm. a room full of people and their sponges. So if people come wanting to learn something, I just want to like deliver either that or motivation to them at FlipCon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that'd be awesome. I get you though. It's hard to be in, it's different whenever you're like talking to a camera than it is whenever you're talking to a room full of people. So right. when I yeah. would coach volleyball, if you guys were standing in a huddle in a huddle, I'd be like, yeah, do this. And we're going to have this and this is going to be great. And this is how it's going to happen. And then watch for this. But then as soon as it comes time for like the award ceremony, when you're at a podium and there's like all the parents there and they're standing in little rows, you're like, can we just get in a huddle? Can I just, I don't want to, can we just like circle around, you know, pop a squat? Cause it's harder to talk to people pop whenever they're, yeah. Totally. When they're standing, when they're like sitting there looking for you. You have a way with words, Kristen. Drop knowledge on them. Yeah. Last night on her whatnot, she's trying to sell this calculator, Ashley. And she's like, and look, it's got all the little numbery things. <laughs> it was a scientific calculator. I describe it so it's accurate. So <laughs> I couldn't think of like square root and, you know, <laughs> I bought a couple things on your whatnot last you night. Thank you. I, she had like great Starbucks cups yeah, and, those those, and a little Pac-Man um, pin. It was like so nostalgic. She was like, this is so nostalgic. And I was like, I know I have to have that thing. <laughs> We have my favorite thing. Oh, wait. My favorite thing that I bought is this little apron thing. It looks uh -huh. like it should be like dog clothing, but uh -huh. actually, she, I would have never bought this. But she said, My grandma always had her Dawn bottle on the counter, and it was a little apron for the Dawn bottle. And I was like, oh, We always have a Dawn bottle on our counter. <laughs> so I got it for my mom to put this little apron uh, on our Dawn bottle. That <laughs> is hilarious. The, the, I, and I am so grateful that anytime any pops, anybody pops in, but it is, I think, super stressful. Like, this is not stressful to like hang out and, and chit chat with our friends, knowing that it's going to go on YouTube or, you know, Apple podcasts or anything. But when you get in front of that whatnot, it just, for me, I just get this like hot rush and then I start talking real fast and then I'm like, blah, 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 blah. and it's just, I struggle with it so much sometimes. So I'm trying really hard to be deliberate. That's my word this year about being on there and learning the, the platform and being comfortable with making all of the little, I keep forgetting to like start auction and like do all the buttons that you're supposed to do. Then I think that if you practice things more often, you'll get better at it and you know, you'll, you'll be more comfortable with it. And I think that's true if it's eBay or Poshmark or YouTube or whatnot or whatever, you just got to practice, you know, you're doing a great job. She would run it and then be talking and then it would end. And she's like, did I run, did I run that? Did I run, did I run that? I want to make you a sign for your whatnot that says, did I run it? <laughs> because you know, it ends and I'm just like carrying on a conversation. Talking, yeah. You're like, I, I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah. That nervous chatter that I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. I can't stop talking. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so speaking I'm, of intentional. Um, guys, like what is your like eBay? How do you figure out what is enough? I mean, do you have goals? Like, so many a day you want to list or how do you determine what is the right amount for you that you feel like you're doing enough? Mm. Okay. Ashley. Hmm. So I've taken a little bit of a listing break <laughs> that I'm still, I have about 62 drafts that my VA has done that I need to get up. I think five to 10 a day is a fantastic goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, whatever ends up adding up to like 
50 to 60 listings a week, I think is great for me. Um, some days I do like when I'm really though, like when it's the, um, back to school season, August, which is a really busy time. I will try to like in at the end of summer, I'll be getting a bunch of listings up. Um, but I think just as long as you treat your business like a business every day and you treat it like I'm doing, what have I, what boxes have I checked off and been consistent about? Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of why daily shipping, we do daily shipping because it just is part of that business routine. Every Mm -hmm. single day we get up, we ship list, everything's put away and we can, you know, refresh the store. So, um, that's, I think, yeah, five to 10 a day is great. I, I think that's fantastic. A great, mm-hmm. and you can build a really successful, I mean, I sold $89,000 on eBay last year, just from that five to 10 a day, just consistently right. getting listings up. And mm-hmm. anyone can do that. Really. I really believe that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like so many people are going to hear, you know, five listings a day and, you know, think, oh, you're, you're part-time, you're not doing this seriously. But then when you backed it up with numbers, $89,000 a year, mm-hmm. listing five items a day, like you can't argue with a man with an experience, right? Like yeah. if I'm selling this much every year and I'm only doing, only doing, because sometimes it's a lot. It depends on what those five items are. Yeah. Are they five DVDs one day and you're done in 10 minutes? Or is it five pair of shoes that really need to be cleaned or electronics that need to be tested, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Do, you, do you put a lot of emphasis on cross-posting those things or do you just focus on, yeah. Mm. I should, so I, sh- I, I actually paid somebody to cross-post everything from eBay to Poshmark, but um, it's, it ended up being really hard because I had a bunch of things that had already sold that I was going then into Poshmark and trying to delete. And so my Poshmark store is on vacation mode right now because I'm still going through and deleting listings that had already sold on eBay and it's really tedious and annoying. So I feel like I, I should, but I also like, I kind of feel like if it's going to sell, it'll sell one way or the other. Yeah. If it doesn't sell on eBay. Like let's say it sells on Poshmark for X amount of money. Great. But who's to say it couldn't have just sold on eBay for that or a little less or a little more? Yeah. So I'm more added stress. That's where I'm like, it's, it is a little more stressful. Um, because yeah, like I'm, then I'm, then I'm deleting is if I have an offer on Poshmark, is it like, crap, did that sell? Mm -hmm. And 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 a lot of times it had, like, like it just added this level of stress I didn't want. So I do think it would be more hurt. Like my, uh, it would be more conducive to having people shop, Cause I don't think as many people go online and are like Poshmark is definitely more like a talked about mm-hmm. for fashion, selling fashion than eBay. But the velocity for me is on eBay. The volume is there. Um, and I just have such a system with it that it's hard to incorporate something else. Yeah. I don't know if you all have had some really a ton of success with that. That's awesome. And I should, maybe it's something I should be doing more this no, year. No, I haven't on Poshmark. No, I didn't. I can count the number of sales I've probably ever had on there. And I've sold yeah. a few things though for $300, $100 and yeah. within hours when it's been on eBay for a long time. So like that keeps you listing on there. But I think what you're voicing, that's the number one complaint for everyone is as soon as your secondary platform sells something, you're immediately cringe and go, yeah. did I already sell that on eBay? Yes. <laughs> And it's it, especially on eBay, you don't want to cancel orders. So no. that is like a nightmare. Whereas on Poshmark, you can cancel it and it's 
what are they going to do? Poshmark is almost too seller friendly. I don't mm-hmm. mean to, like, I don't want to be controversial, but like they're very seller friendly in that you, you don't see ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see, you don't have a return policy. You don't, which is fine. But like as a buyer who's bought on Poshmark, I don't like that. Yeah. No. Like totally tricked me um, and sent me a different, dress the i mean it was yes was i commented on that video and i haven't got gone back to see and i'm sure you got tens of thousands of comments probably yeah. so who knows if you saw mine but did they advertise that dress as the one that you thought you were ordering that she had worn so that so that's where it's it's partly my mistake and i didn't so this seller actually i gave him five star feedback i didn't ask for a return i just let it be but when i posted that instagram story going what do you guys think and this dress is kind of giving grandma vibes she commented on a video and a pair two paragraphs of like i'm so disappointed in you that you made fun of this dress i was so excited to buy that you bought from me and i was like well i wasn't really making fun of it i was just asking what i don't know i so she was like really upset and then i also and she was like i'm sure it'll make a great great youtube content and i was like oh shoot i feel really bad so i deleted that story and i tried to keep it like lower profile in the video instead of saying what happened but really she did she charged me 250 dollars for that dress and she put kate middleton as the main image she did stick the dress there's similar enough patterns from far away that you kind of just i wasn't even thinking i was just like oh in the description it said worn by kate middleton and so i was like so it must be that one but when I got it, it was only then when I looked at the patterns and realized they're totally different. They patterns. were completely different. How they, yeah. I hate it. allows you to do that? No, you're not supposed to use a stock photo or an inspiration photo. Right. Last year when I was prepping out. the main photo? On, yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So many people do that on Poshmark. I was, uh, you know, prepping outfits for Flipcon and wanted a pink blazer. And this one, I thought I finally found it. And then I clicked down and I just messaged them. And I was like, this isn't even the same blazer as the front photo. And she said, well, I use that for inspiration inspiration and i'm like it's a different like it was like the difference in a gucci one in her front photo and rue 21 Mm. everywhere else yeah and i wonder how many people get away with that like in your case 250 dollars for a dress that was a dupe and it won't even Mm. resell it won't even resell for 50 to 100 when it because the reason i paid up is because it was a kate middleton dress and that's what that that dress goes for and it's so hard to said to find so I, I could have called her out a lot worse and I didn't, and I didn't want to cause any problems. And I do, it is on me. I should have looked more closely at the pattern. Um, she got the money. She, no, no, no issues. No one will, I, I gave her a good rating, you know, you no are issues there. I didn't, say who was. I, <laughs> I didn't like put her profile in the video or anything. So she's, she's fine. But I just feel like that, cause that is like a line you, you, you walk on YouTube, right? You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and you don't want to, um, whatever. But, and of course I feel bad that she was like, I didn't know she knew who I was or and she was excited that I bought from her. And then I, I try to, I mean, but also like if somebody buys something from me and doesn't like it, I'm not offended. It's just something I'm selling. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like if it doesn't mm-hmm. end up being a cute item, I'll sell whatever. I sell um, stuff. It's not my style. Did you I'm reach out to her about it at all? No, I, no, I did. Okay. So yeah, I, I didn't, that was the first contact I had from that was from my Instagram story, which I guess I didn't realize she, had, she was watching. So right. I didn't reach out to like, say I did when she left that big comment, I was going to leave it and be, and I responded and I was like, you know, 
um, I, I'm so sorry that you felt this way. I just wanted to share that, like, I did pay a lot of money for this dress. I didn't give you bad feedback. I didn't call you out. I just want, I just, this was my experience, but you know, I, like then I deleted everything. Cause I was like, I don't want it on the internet. So yeah, that was like drama. And I was like, I, I don't know. That's where yeah. I felt bad. And I just have to be more careful. But at the same time, like as a, as a buyer on Poshmark, I was like, dang it. That's exactly <laughs> That's why not I, a great experience. Poshmark, right? I left a neutral. I left a neutral yesterday. On Poshmark? It, no, on eBay. Oh, on eBay. And I didn't leave a negative because I'm not a monster. But yeah. um, here's the deal. And I think I shared with these girls, I ordered a pair of Gucci heels and I paid $17 for shipping for a pair of like slingbacks. Okay. Yeah. $17. Yeah. They live in Mississippi. I'm in Missouri and they mailed them in a poly mailer for $17 and yeah. the heel caps busted off of both of the shoes. Yeah. And no. so I don't want to replace Gucci heel caps with like some generic, whatever right. I can find at Walmart. Gucci heel caps are going to cost me another $20 before I can yeah. even wear these shoes. And so I messaged them. I didn't want a refund because I got such a fabulous deal on these shoes. I still wanted them. Yeah. And so I messaged them though, just so that they could like update their shipping policies. Cause yeah. they have a lot of high end shoes listed. And I said, I just wanted you to know that, um, mailing these in a poly bag they actually arrived damaged and i showed her a picture of the heel caps busted off and i said for 17 dollars, you definitely should have and could have put these in a box and i left yes. it at that and all i wanted was for her to respond to wow thanks i'm sorry that happened anything but i got no response and like i say i didn't like i didn't come out and leave a negative because i didn't want to be mean oh, but yeah. i did I left a neutral and I left yeah. that in the feedback because it's not going to affect their rating being neutral. But that's a lot of money for shipping. I know. I was like $17 for a pair of shoes Yeah, for you to put them in a poly bag. Do you think I think it was justified to leave a neutral on that? Yeah. You yep. should have left a negative. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to be mean. Even no, though you're I right. I, I totally get that. But that you're that that's messed up. That's not okay. You see, she's doing exactly what we were. We were just mad for her about her situation. We're like, we would have da da da. And then yeah. when it's my situation, she's like, girl, I got your back. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, yeah. It's when it's you. You don't. You don't want to ruffle feathers. And it's. I get it. I but get you want to like go to war for your friends. I know, right? <laughs> I support whatever you decide. Yes, let's do that. Uh huh. It is validating to hear you guys on my side. It was. You know, I felt bad about it for a little while. I was like, was I mean? I don't want to be mean. But I was also like, I think I was kind of deceived. It was dramatically yeah. different dress. It was yeah. kind of the same color tones, but that was yeah. Bait you, should, you should not be able, I mean, I understand if you want to put a stock photo, as long as you have your actual photos Yes. Um, afterwards of the same item. The same but one. Not if it's a different item. Mm -mm. Exactly. sense. People will post like a Pinterest photo of, you know, black blazer with leather leggings and they're selling like some leather and it's not the same pants, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's I, like, you can tell I don't, I don't buy on Poshmark cause I had no idea that was allowed. I, I got some good running shoes for Dello on Poshmark, like new Adidas, like trail shoes and stuff. So we buy on Poshmark, but decent amount just because the shipping's so good yeah. i tried cross posting for like a month last summer because I, I tried flip just to see how they worked or whatever yeah. but honestly until there is a way to automatically delete the other platforms um when an item sells i i just stick to ebay because ebay yeah. i can't you know you're doing a lot of extra work to cross post something when i could just be putting all my effort into mm -hmm. ebay and so 
Um, One day, hopefully they'll be able to have that kind of intelligence with the cross posting until then though, I'm just going to stick with what I know. I'm with you, Angie. I can't help it. I want to do it so bad. I feel like I need to be on that bandwagon that everybody's like, yeah, I totally use this service and it's great. Nice. Make all these sales. And I'm sure that you probably do, but I just, uh, I I forget to take it off of the Poshmark or I forget every time, every time. Yeah. It's me. It's a, it's a user error. <laughs> Same. Yeah. But if I'm aware of that fault or that flaw, then it's just better for me not to do that yet. I'm glad that about the end of our podcast here, for those of you watching, the sun is finally out of my eyes at the very end of this. I have struggled with the lighting and trying to figure out, and I guess I'm not going to be recording from here next week because most of the time it was just kind of shining in at the most unflattering angles. So I'll either be on my head next week or find a different okay. <laughs> At least your computer lasted for the entire, uh, you know. Did yours die? Is that where you went? My computer just, I messaged you guys. I'm like, my computer is totally going to die. I'm just, you know, peace out. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ashley, I know I, it's got to be some type of a miracle that you got three kids quiet for this long. No, they're not in the house. So my older two are at school and then crew is watched by somebody in the mornings to help me for a couple hours to help me get some work done or have some peace. And then he comes home, we have lunch and we play and he goes to take a nap. So it's kind of a really nice little balance that yeah. in the morning he has somewhere to be Aww. taken care of for just a little bit. Um, so I can, cause it, I was just truly going crazy. Like I needed help. <laughs> so so I needed to, and I don't want to let all of this amazing, this little uh, engine I have going, I don't want it to die. So I was TJ and I both, um, she's our neighbor has watched my older two boys as well when they were little. And so oh. it was perfect that crew was just at the right age when he turned one. Um, to start going and having playtime. And he, there's a bunch of his little friends there in our neighborhood. So well, cute. I mean, I'm glad that you share that because that helps a lot of moms circling back around to mom guilt, because yeah. um, <laughs> I know you're so humble. You probably don't recognize it, but honestly, Ashley, you really epitomize a lot of what we're trying to get out with this podcast, that it's such a hard balance being a mom, being a woman, being a wife and a business owner, a reseller, yep. a YouTuber. And I mean, I know I speak for a lot of our community that women look up to you that you're Whoa. able to juggle all of that and who cares if you drop a ball every once in a while like thank we you we all look up to you yes oh. thank you that you would be real enough to show us if you drop a ball and how to get back on track yeah i look up to you i don't i don't i i just share my journey but i don't think anyone should look up to me <laughs> but i'm grateful <laughs> like i i hope people see that i don't and i hope i can always be authentic with yeah. the help i get and with the struggles that are real and the guilt mm-hmm. that is real but it, one of I just don't want to live that way anymore. I think I just like, yeah. maybe I'm just getting older and I'm just like the guilt. I just can't, I can't. The guilt, yeah. the mom guilt is never ending for yeah. like, even like the most perfect mom. Like mm-hmm. I've had friends call me crying because they're just think that they're not the perfect mom. I'm like, you are the perfect mom. You're doing so much better than me. And How do we do that? I only, I only like, read two bedtime stories and sang one custom yeah. song tonight. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I yelled yeah. at my kids, get in bed. So yeah. great. Um, we can't be perfect. Pinterest perfect all day, every day. We just need home. No, you just do your best and give your kids a loving home. And yeah. as long as you avoid the big things, they're going to be okay. That's uh, what I so think. Re- reassuring to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. We're so glad that you came to sit at the table with us. We've had the best time. We're so grateful that you were here. Um, do you want to tell all of our listeners what the most important thing about our podcast is? You can sit with us. That's right. it. Yay, I did it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. This was so much fun. Good. It was. It was a lot of fun. We're glad I that you're here. Can... Hopefully, you can still get some work done today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're good. We are good. Yeah, totally. All right. yeah. Bye, everyone.